A man stands at the end of a drafty corridor, a.k.a. the 19th century, and in the flickering light of an oil lamp, examines a machine made of nickel and ivory, with brass rails and quartz rods. A squat, ugly contraption, somehow out of focus, not easy for the poor reader to visualize, despite the listing of parts and materials. Our hero fiddles with some screws, adds a drop of oil, and plants himself on the saddle. He grasps a lever with both hands. He is going on a journey. And, by the way, so are we. When he throws that lever, time breaks from its moorings. The man is nondescript, almost devoid of features, gray eyes, and a pale face, and not much else. He lacks even a name. He is just the time traveler. For so it will be convenient to speak of him. Time and travel. No one had thought to join those words before now. And that machine? With its saddle and bars, it's a fantasticated bicycle. The whole thing is the invention of a young enthusiast named Wells, who goes by his initials, H.G., because he thinks that sounds more serious than Herbert. His family calls him Bertie. He is trying to be a writer. He is a thoroughly modern man, a believer in socialism, free love, and bicycles. He defined free love as the liberation of individual sexual conduct from social reproach and from legal controls and penalties, and he practiced it tirelessly, as David Lodge wrote. A proud member of the cyclists' touring club, he rides up and down the Thames Valley on a 40-pounder with tubular frame and pneumatic tires, savoring the thrill of riding his machine. A memory of motion lingers in the muscles of your legs, and round and round they seem to go. At some point, he sees a printed advertisement for a contraption called Hacker's Home Bicycle, a stationary stand with rubber wheels to let a person pedal for exercise without going anywhere. Anywhere through space, that is. The wheels go round and time goes by. The turn of the 20th century loomed, a calendar date with apocalyptic resonance. Albert Einstein was a boy at gymnasium in Munich. Not till 1908 would the Polish-German mathematician Hermann Minkowski announce his radical idea. Henceforth, space by itself and time by itself are doomed to fade away into mere shadows, and only a kind of union of the two will preserve an independent reality. H.G. Wells was there first, but unlike Minkowski, Wells was not trying to explain the universe. He was just trying to gin up a plausible-sounding plot device for a piece of fantastic storytelling. Nowadays, we voyage through time so easily and so well in our dreams and in our art. Time travel feels like an ancient tradition, rooted in old mythologies, old as gods and dragons. It isn't. Though the ancients imagined immortality and rebirth and lands of the dead, 
Time machines were beyond their ken. Time travel is a fantasy of the modern era. When Wells in his lamp-lit room imagined a time machine, he also invented a new mode of thought. Why not before? And why now?